Hey, teachers, before we get started, we have a quick announcement. We're really excited because registration is open for our new summer workshop, Limitless Potential, an Enneagram Roadmap for Educators. One of our highest callings as an educator is to discover and develop potential. We love recognizing an undeveloped strength in ourselves or in our students. We all love witnessing those light bulb moments when we can literally see potential come to life. In this workshop, you will learn about the tool of the Enneagram. You're not just going to learn your type. You're also going to learn the key to understanding yourself and others in ways that will help improve your relationships, communication, classroom motivation and management, and ways to help reduce the effects of trauma. The more we understand people, the more we can change lives for the better. We'd love to see you June 6, 2024 in Dubuque, Iowa. For more details, head to our website at inspiredtogetherteachers.com. Are you ready to kickstart your day so that you start with intention, find more calmness and peace, develop more clarity and focus, increase your productivity, and even improve your health? Today, we are talking about the ways to maximize your morning routine so you can become the person you are meant to be. Hey, teachers, have you struggled to balance your work life and your home life? Do you want to make a difference and still feel like you can be present and purposeful in your life outside of school? Welcome to the Inspired Together Teachers podcast. This is not your typical professional development. We focus on you, not strategies to teach content. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators with the passion, knowledge, and experience to support you as you navigate the challenges of our profession. Are you ready? Let's get started. I'd like to start today with a little disclaimer. This episode might not be for you. There's a lot of resistance around the idea of morning time. It's not for you if you are not interested in improving your life. It's also not for you if you're not willing to rethink your habits and routines. It is definitely not for you if you are not interested in maximizing your potential. But if you know in your heart that there's room for improvement in any area of your life and you're willing to try something new to make positive changes, we've got to. You might already have a morning routine and it might work well for you. If so, you might be able to refine it with some small new piece. If you don't have a morning routine, we might convince you why it's worth it. And we do need to talk about time because what we are talking about today is going to take some time and it is going to add something to your day, but it's worth it. We thought we would start by sharing our morning routines. They're not perfect. We've evolved over time, but we've been intentional about starting morning routines and we felt the benefits of it. We've realized that by putting these pieces into our day, it actually makes the rest of our day better. I start my morning routine the night before, actually. This has been very new to me in the last few years. I set the coffee maker so it goes off early in the morning. And when I wake up and stumble into the kitchen, my coffee is all ready to go. I also set out my clothes the night before. I pack my lunch the night before. And I put my book bag and anything else I'm going to need into my car. I'm most awake at night. I think the best at night. So I do those things the night before, which really have saved me time in my morning routine. But when I do get up in the morning and I've got my cup of coffee and I sit down, the first thing I do is I journal. I really set intentions through my journaling. People journal in different ways. For me, I focus on four key areas. 
I did a values assessment a few years ago and really said, what are the things that I need to do in my daily routines to be working towards my values and my goals? I'll tell you those four areas. My four areas each day is to remember to work on my relationships, to work on my health, to work on my actual work in a way that's productive, and also to be thinking financially. What is my end goal? What am I doing? And how am I spending my money to reach those goals? I end my journal with sort of a poem prayer. And for me, it's like a little meditation that I think about. And I just wanted to share the last lines of it because the last lines really set me into a space that I'm ready to approach the rest of my day. Here they are. That in differences, we may find grace. In our laboring, we may find justice. In our suffering, hope. In our embracing, love. And in our risking, transformation. That really helps me approach the day. I read it every single morning as I close up my journal. I then also like to do 20 minutes of exercise every morning. That's usually doing yoga or walking while I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast or an outdoor walking app. 20 minutes for me is all I can squeeze in, but 20 minutes is what I need. I can feel a difference when I don't do this. I don't have time for me personally to go to a yoga class, but I can carve out 20 minutes. All of those things I do the night before, making my coffee, setting out my clothes, packing my car, that gives me that 20 minutes of space to do my yoga or my walking. And then I quickly skim the newspaper on my phone. I like to do that. I don't sit down and read it for a great long time, but I do like to skim it and read the articles that I feel are relevant to me. And then I look at my calendar for the day. I always look a few days ahead just to make sure I'm thinking ahead. I need to do that to organize my life. Then I quickly open my email on my phone and I delete any of the junk emails that came in overnight. I don't like to go way deep into my email, but if I can just swipe away all of those junk emails from my Gmail, from my work email, then I don't have to have those in there when I start my day and they aren't taking up any space in my inbox. If I have time, I will scroll through social media, but I always make that the last thing I do. If I start with that, I could easily get sucked into something and not do those other things that are really critical for me. By doing this, I feel a sense of calm. I feel organization. I feel productive. I do most of this before my people in my house are up in the morning. I don't want to feel harried. I don't want to feel that I'm rushing around because when people wake up, some of the morning is not mine anymore. So I have gotten up earlier, which isn't something that's easy for me, but I'm always thankful I do because then I can get this small amount of time to myself to make my day organized. That's one of the things I really like about morning routine is that you do carve out that time for you. If you can get some things done before the whole world is awake and interrupting your schedule, it's just so helpful. My morning routine is similar and yet a little different. I also start the night before. I am the great to-do list planner maker. And so I always look at my planner. I look at what's ahead, what I have to do in the next day. And I see what I need in order to do those things. I have never been one who can wait until the last minute to plan things or organize. I have to have my lessons done the night before. I could never do them in the morning. And so I look at that. I also then pack up the materials, get out what I need. It, it determines what I wear for the day, all of those kinds of things. I also, Paula, I don't know that we knew this about each other. I also pack my car the night before and drag out all the things I need so that I don't have to think about it and worry about forgetting something that helps me get started in the morning. 
I have learned to wake up without the snooze button. And that is huge for me. I used to hit the snooze button three or four times. And that's very much a false sense of extra sleep. Because when you're hitting that snooze button for that extra seven minutes, you're really not going back to sleep. You're not getting a deep sleep. You are just kidding yourself. I have not hit the snooze button in years and I'm a lot better off without hitting snooze. First thing I do when I get up in the morning is drink a huge glass of water. That has become a daily habit and I realize how dehydrated I am in the morning. So I will start with water. I usually drink that while I'm making the coffee and I need my coffee in the morning. I also need my quiet time in the morning. This is what I consider my personal self care. You may have other personal self-care things, but for me, spending that quiet time with a book, with note-taking, with time to learn something, to be inspired by something. I mostly read nonfiction types of things in the morning. I really cherish that time and I take all kinds of notes. People who know me laugh about all the notebooks in my house because I take extensive notes. And sometimes that really comes in handy when you are creating a podcast and you can go back and look at those notes. That's my first thing that I do is I drink my coffee and I have quiet reading time and I write notes. Usually after that, I will do some journaling. That usually involves focusing on three or four questions that I repeat over and over and over that help me set my intentions for the day. I also like to use that time for visualizing. I am a very big proponent of visualizing. I will just close my eyes. It's kind of a meditation. I will imagine what I want to happen. I will imagine how I want to be. I will go over a situation in my mind and think about how I would like it to go. I will think of future and vision things that I hope for or want to make true in my life. It's a way for me of keeping my goals really close to me. I visualize and think about them every day. After I've done all that sitting and thinking, then I usually do some stretches. I'm not a real morning exerciser. I swim later in the day, but I do those morning stretches because again, I'm feeling a little tense. I love the way my body feels when I stretch out. So I like to do stretches. I don't like to be all stiff. If I have time, I will scan news on my iPad, but I will tell you, I spend much, much lesser time on news than I once did because I realized it's not a great way to start my day with all the negativity in the world. Another really important thing to me is my morning shower. I love my morning shower. I love the feeling of water hitting my head. It's not even about being clean. Even if I swam the night before, I don't need a shower in the morning. I still will do it because it's something that brings me clarity. I can think really well in the shower. Then I go back to my planner and look at the day and get started on my day. Why are we spending so much time in the morning really setting the stage for our day? What is the rationale behind that? For us, our morning routines help us to find more time and more focus to become the people that we need to be in order to live the life we want to live. These are the baby steps that get us towards the larger goals in our life. We talked about that in the very first episode about the inspired life and how we are on a journey to live the inspired life. This is one of the things that we do to keep us connected to that, keep us on that path. And I find that in the morning, I have more insights. I have more breakthroughs. I can really sit down uninterrupted to just feel my body. What aches and pains am I having? I'm so busy during the day. I don't even have time to do that. I did yoga this morning and I was thinking, oh yeah, my right hip really is tight. 
Why is that? I wouldn't have any other time today to really pay attention to that. So giving us that sense of balance with our bodies, our life, more fulfillment, really setting that tone to start the day is really important. If you've listened to any of our podcasts, you already know that we are all about finding more balance and more fulfillment. This is just a piece of that. Why should you establish a morning routine? We've talked about that a little bit, but let's talk about the opposite. Let's talk about the harried morning. I suspect that you can all relate. I'll give you one of my examples. Chronically exhausted. That was my experience for years. I was chronically exhausted. Thus, I hit the snooze button three or four times. I was very unprepared. I was trying to pack all the bags for me, for my family, getting the kids up, trying to get them ready for the day. They're arguing about their socks. I'm trying to grab some breakfast or mostly it was just a protein shake that I could drink in the car on the way to work. I would be exhausted and unproductive before I even started my work day. I admit to years of this. I just didn't have the routines that set me up for success. That is not the kind of morning that I want to have. And for way too long, I did have those mornings and I feel it creep in after a vacation or after I'm gone for a week. I do not do well, not feeling that I'm in control and being able to control that beginning part of my day makes all the difference. As soon as I feel that creeping in, I go right back into my morning routine because I do not like that feeling. Who wants to start the day stressed and overwhelmed? It's not a good feeling. In his book, The Miracle Morning, author Hal Elrod gives rationale for starting the day with intention. He says, most of us wake up each day and life stays pretty much the same. And that's fine if you have a great morning routine and your life is going really well and you're really happy and fulfilled and you're not stressed or overwhelmed. It's also fine if you're fine. You don't want much out of life and you don't expect much out of life and you're satisfied with a good enough life. But we've talked about this. We want an inspired life, not an okay or a good enough life. That sometimes means we have to work for and create the life that we want. No one is throwing out life satisfaction and happiness and fulfillment like beads at a Mardi Gras parade. It's something that we have to choose and we have to do. And by making that choice, we really change the equation. We start our day in a calmer way. More calm equals less stress. We're also less likely to be interrupted and we can finish things that we might not have time for later in the day by making that part of our morning routine. If that's something that you're not good at, whatever it might be, it's exercise for me first thing in the morning. Sometimes you can finish the hardest thing first. In his book, Eat That Frog, Brian Tracy says you eat the frog the hardest piece of the day first because then everything else gets easier as the day goes on. And there's something to that, getting something out of the way that's not maybe your favorite thing or things that you'd like to do, but you have no excuses. You did it. It's done. You might not feel in control at work. You might not feel in control at night as you're running around to different events. This is your time each day to control what you can control. Reminded of what you want your day to look like and feel like. You get to experience that in your time and on your terms. You're then more intentional about your goals during the day because you've been thinking about them and you are taking control of your day. When I do my exercising in the morning, I am much less likely to grab that cupcake at lunch because I looked at my yoga app this morning and I saw how many calories I burned doing yoga. Now I know that I did not burn enough calories to make up for that cupcake. 
if I'm off routine and I'm not doing my exercising in the morning, it's not right there in the forefront of my brain. And I'm more likely to not make the healthier choices later in the day. I write down what my financial goals are for the day. I am less likely to do Amazon buying if I've been very intentional in the morning journaling about what I want to do with my finances for the day. That is not to say I don't still have a very full Amazon cart, but I'm much more mindful about it. So what could your morning routine look like? These are some of the ideas that Hal Elrod shares in the Miracle Morning book. You could do exercise or yoga, and that brings energy and health benefits. Perhaps you do meditation or prayer. Stillness brings you peace and contentedness. There are affirmations that remind you of your potential and create mindset shifts. Affirmations are really good for that, making you talk about the things that are important and telling yourself, focusing on those kinds of things. You could also add journaling to your morning routine, and this really helps you to set your intentions and your gratitude. This doesn't have to be a big, long half hour of journaling. This could just be a few minutes. We have a few journals that we really like. Michelle actually wrote a journal. It's called Morning Messages, Six Minutes a Day to Live the Life of Your Dreams. It's fantastic. We also wrote a journal for teachers called the Inspired Teachers Journal, a weekly guide to becoming your best self. If you're going to use a blank journal, that's fine, but we like actual journals that have been already created to give us guiding prompts. If you're writing your own, make sure to just put in some guiding prompts. That really helps you set the intentions. Another thing you can do in your morning routine is visualizing. I shared how I do that. Visualizing inspires you, helps you see what's possible and keep connected to it. You can do reading. It teaches you, inspires you, or motivates you. Another idea is to look at goal setting. Goals bring clarity and focus to your life. And then establishing those routines for clothes, food, chores, anything that helps you get out the door in a calmer and more efficient way. You can pick a few things off this list and add them to your morning routine, or you could do a total overhaul. A lot of this really depends on where you are at in your life. There were times when we both had young children, and maybe it was just a quick five-minute thing we could add for ourselves. That's a whole lot different than if you have older children who can get themselves dressed, or children who can drive themselves to school, or maybe you have no children at home in the morning. Whatever it is that fits into your life, we challenge you to think about one of these pieces or a total overhaul of your morning routine. Here's a couple of tips from Miracle Morning for making your morning routine easier. Set your intention before bed. Move your alarm clock or your phone across the room. Brush your teeth first thing when you get up because it's a mindless, easy way to start your morning and you'll already feel better. Drink a full glass of water because it will hydrate and help wake you up and even wear your workout clothes to bed. I always forget about that full glass of water. I am going to add that to my morning routine. If you're willing to go all in on this, go all in. If you're slower to start and you need to experiment, you can adjust your morning routine as you learn and grow. As we said earlier, we added and added the more we learned. Just like I'm going to add that water drinking. It's important to not make it something that stresses you out more, but something that calms the rest of your day. And if you're still thinking, no way, this isn't for me, we'd like you to consider this quote from Robin Sharma. The place where your greatest discomfort lies is also the spot where your largest opportunity lives. If it makes you uncomfortable, it might be because there's a great opportunity there. And here's another one. 
This one from Hal Elrod. The average person takes life one day at a time and has no other purpose beyond merely surviving. Most people just focus on getting through the day, taking the path of least resistance, and pursuing short-term, short-lived pleasures along the way, while avoiding any pain or discomfort that might allow them to grow. What is it worth to you to become the kind of person that can live the kind of life you want to live? And what are you willing to do to get that? What are you willing to put into your morning routine to live the kind of life you want to live? And let's end with a recap. Establishing a morning routine can help you set the day with intention and grow in clarity, focus, productivity, all while lowering your stress and overwhelm. How you wake up and start each day can dramatically affect your level of success and satisfaction in your life. In true teacher fashion, we end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to plan your morning routine by adding one thing that could help you have a more successful day or that will help you reach your personal goals. We won't be grading your homework, of course, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So reach out to us via email or a DM. And if you want more ideas to help you take back your life, head over to our webpage, inspiredtogetherteachers.com and sign up for our free guide. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers. Or head to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.